Welcome back to Heart to Heart. This is Bacheva Heart, your host. Happy to be back. Today, we are going to be talking about situationships. Now, I don't know if you're familiar with them. I'm sure you've heard the term. Up until, I would say, probably two years ago, I definitely never heard the term situationships. I definitely didn't understand it. I feel like situationships only became like a thing in the past five years. I could be wrong. I was married for nine years and together for 10. So I never really got into like the dating single lingo. So I am new to this. But I think that situationships have a really negative rep. Whenever people talk about them, it's really usually very awful. It doesn't end well. And I recently found myself in a situation within dating. And that's what I think the term situationship comes from because it's like you're seeing someone and you're not in a relationship, but you're involved with them. So you haven't gotten to the dating part. So it's not you're not dating them, but you kind of are. So you call it a situationship. And I think that's such a smart term because it really encompasses what like getting to know someone is without putting a real title on it. So for me, what I think until you're dating someone, you're in a situationship with them or until you're exclusive with them. And we can also talk about like the difference between being exclusive, boyfriend, girlfriend, all these terms, because there are so many to learn and it's very impressive that they exist. And I, I just think Urban Dictionary for like coming up with these terms or, or whoever coined them as phrases, because they are really helpful on helping us figure out what's going on in our dating lives. So when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To me, when you first start seeing someone, you go on a date, you go on two dates, maybe you're on three dates, you're maybe slowing down seeing other people, or maybe you're the type of person who only dates one person at once. But until you're consistently seeing someone or exclusively seeing someone, you're just in this dating situationship. And if that ends and you really like them, then you say my situationship ended. And I recently was seeing this guy. It was very short-lived, but I really liked him. And when he ended it with me, I was like, I've been dumped. And my friends are like, he didn't break up with you. You weren't together. You saw each other a nice amount of times in a short period. He just said he doesn't want to see you anymore. And that sucks for you, but it is what it is. And you didn't get dumped. Like, move on. You're okay. And it was interesting because I'm like, what do I call him? Because I feel like saying that I was in a situationship gives a connotation that I was seeing someone casually without a real goal in mind, or I was just like letting someone walk all over me, or wasn't being myself. And like, I misread a situation. And I don't think it was that at all. I think we both had a similar headspace. Ultimately, he didn't like me enough to want to continue seeing me. But I don't think I got myself involved in an unhealthy, toxic relationship, which I feel like if you say you're in a situationship means it's toxic. I definitely think there are experiences where you could be talking to someone and instead of it continuing to progress, it kind of fizzles out 
And I last summer started talking to this guy. When I first started talking to him, I was like, I'm not looking for anything, which all of last year, when I became single for the first time in my life, I think I was pretty up forward with guys. Like, I'm not looking for anything specific. If something happens, cool. But right now, I'm just being single and like enjoying getting to know people. And wherever life takes me, it takes me. I wasn't like, I'm looking for a relationship. I'm like, I'm open. The possibilities are endless. Let's see where this goes. And I feel like I was pretty upfront with people because I, I think I knew deep down I was like really emotionally unavailable to be in a relationship with anyone. But I didn't want to close myself off that if I did meet someone I liked, that I couldn't be like, oh, I actually like you. I want to get to know you. So I started talking to this guy through a friend setup. And I think we hit it off really well. Like we had a really good first date. And I remember even like the first few dates that we went on, I was like kind of gave him the energy that I am not available to really be with anyone. And then I kind of like was upset at myself for doing that because after like the fourth date, I was like, ooh, wait, like I think I actually like this guy. Like maybe I'd want to explore this. But the viewpoint that he had gotten from me was like um, unavailable because I kind of told him that. So lesson to be learned to everyone is like never make something known that you don't know. Like instead of going into something like obviously me saying like, I don't know where I want to go. Like I'm open to seeing where this goes. That's great. But if you go in and be like, listen, like it's almost the summer and I want to be single. I've never been single in the summer, so I don't really want anything right now. Probably not the best idea because what if you change your mind like me? So I made that mistake. And instead of this guy, like we continued to talk and text, see each other a little bit. But like, I think I got to the point where I wanted to take the next step and see him more often and like maybe become exclusive with him. And instead he started pulling away and ultimately like ghosted me, which was really shitty. And you should never do that to someone. That was my first situationship, I would say, because that encompassed the negative part of seeing someone without it actually being anything because there was no like we weren't really working for an end game now where I am in my life like my dating is for the end game of meeting someone that I want to spend the rest of my life with at that time my point of dating was more like hmm let me see what's out there this is so fun I've never been single I'm down to experience things and I think that's a very healthy mindset as well especially when you're coming out of a long-term relationship like you need to get out there. You need to have your fun. And something that I always ask guys when, if I meet them and they've only been single for a little bit of time, I'm like, did you have fun? Like, that's like the first thing I ask. Like, did you have fun in between? Because I don't want to be your rebound. I'm not your rebound girl. I am your bring home to your mom girl. So if you haven't had that rebound fun, go have that and come back to me. So even though I know like not everyone can do that and I don't think like looking back now that everybody needs a rebound person in between or like rebound people to go on a few dates because I was just someone who was coming out of a 10-year relationship. So it was so important for me to see other people and get out there and experience life and figure out what I actually want, need, and desire for myself. So I don't think that's a rule of thumb. I think for me, that was my viewpoint. And now if I met someone and they got out of a relationship a few months ago and it was six months, I would be like, okay, cool. Like, I'm sure you're ready. Like, if you tell me you're ready, you're ready. Like, I'm going to give you that benefit of the doubt because I have to trust your word. But 
and as someone who was seeing someone and in a relationship for like three to five months, whatever you want, however you want to title seeing someone was, I feel like I got over that relationship. Not in a, in a moment, not in a heartbeat, but like relatively faster than I expected it to be because the only experience I had to look back on was my marriage. And it took me months and months and probably like a year to get over that experience. So I'm like, it's going to take me months to get over this relationship. And when in reality, if you're only seeing someone for a couple of months, getting over them, if you're meant to get over them, is easier. I'm not saying it's easy. Obviously, situations are different for me when my most recent relationship ended, like it ended and I was like so emotionally exited out of the relationship that I had an easier time getting over it. But any sort of breakup sucks. And like even, and the thing about situationships when they end that I think makes it harder sometimes is that you never got to see what it could be. You only see the fun part of them. You're getting to know them. Everything's exciting. Everything's fun. Everything's interesting. Hopefully the sexual chemistry is fantastic and it's just good you're in your like if a honeymoon phase of a relationship exists like you're in your like insane crazy honeymoon knowing you know nothing can go wrong like stage with someone so when it ends it's kind of hard to like move on from it because you're like wait like I don't have anything really negative to harp on necessarily at least this is what I'm feeling right now and I've experienced like my friends with a guy from last year they're like why are you still hooked up on this guy? What did you like so much? I'm like, I don't know. I just liked how he made me feel. I couldn't even like describe it enough because I'd only met him under 10 times. So I couldn't, I didn't have like actual real feelings for him, but I was just like excited about the possibility of what he could be. And that's what made it so hard to move on from him because I'm like, wait, like, could we have been something? And if you guys haven't listened to the Taylor Swift song, The One, I listened to it when she performed it when I went to LA. I was went with SoFi and I got to see her perform and she was fucking fantastic. So talented. And it's basically the song and like one of the chorus lines is it would have been fun if you could have been the one. And I was like listening to it on repeat because I just thought it was such a beautiful song how like you can meet someone in your life and you connect with them. And you envision this future with them together, regardless of how short or how deep you envision it. And then it ends. And like in your mind, you're like, it would have been like, I kind of wish it was you. Like, I know that you're not my person. I know that this isn't meant to be, but it could have been fun if you would have been the one, you know? (laughs) Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So I think that sometimes like a situation trip where you're, you guys are going to be so sick of hearing this word, but if you get to experience that and it's going really well and you're not the one to end it, the other person is, number one, remind yourself that you've been on the other side as well. And that's something I had to remind myself. Like I've ended things with guys after five dates where like, I'm like, eh, 
I don't really care to see you again. I don't fucking care. I have no feelings on this. And they're like, oh, like, can you tell me what happened? And I'm like, I'm just not feeling it. You know, obviously say that in a way nicer way because I'm not mean. But I had to remind myself, like, I felt that way about someone else. So someone else can feel that way about me. And it's sucky when you're on the receiving end to have someone tell you, I don't want to continue this when, like, you were excited about it. But remind yourself that it's okay. You've been on the other end. It's not personal. It's how they feel inside themselves. It's not reflectant of you as a person, of what you have to offer, of how much of a badass you are. And I felt like I wanted to like record this. I don't know when I'm going to release this episode, but it just happened to me. So I felt like it was like pretty fresh. And when I got this text from him ending things with me, I was like, this is really shitty. Like I liked you. We never had the chance to explore this. You're cutting it off early. But I also had to be like, thank you. Thank you for telling me now before I actually developed real feelings for you or wasted my time. And I don't even want to, I want to take that back. No one you ever date or go out with is a waste of your time. You are going to learn from it. You're going to learn what you want. You're going to learn what you deserve. You're going to hopefully try at a new restaurant or drink spot that you never went to. Every date you go on is wonderful. Nothing in your life you should regret. Nothing in your life is a waste of time. So seeing him wasn't a waste of time. It was great. It was the first person I ever liked out of my ex-boyfriend. And I was scared. Like one of the biggest fears I had when I went through my divorce was like, would I ever be able to connect with someone? Would I ever be able to develop feelings for someone? And I was so excited that I had that with my ex-boyfriend. And I was like, fuck, like, am I going to get lucky again? And I know I will. But to be able to like meet someone right away and connect with them and like, have emotional connection because I don't like a lot of people so when I like you I like you like it doesn't happen often but when it does it's like a real feeling because I'm like okay I am so introspective I am so in touch with my emotions I'm so in touch with how I feel about myself and what I need so if I connect with you there's something here whether it's gonna go the distance or not I just know I have this like inner feeling that I'm like okay this is special regardless what happens I know this is something so it was definitely a disappointment to be like actually no there isn't something here sucks for you but when I obviously I am so thankful because like my friends were amazing and like one friend sent me donuts and literally guys this is like a two-week situationship like I was overreacting but I was excited and sometimes like you need to be sad and I'm sharing this because I hope that like other people in a similar situation if you're going through something and you're sad about it like let yourself be sad like it is okay to feel shitty for a few days when someone you like says I don't like you back and sit in that sadness like that is one of the best things I ever did for myself going through my divorce sit in your sadness be like I am sad right now that's okay I will be okay there's light at the end of the tunnel someone else is going to distract me someone else is coming something better is coming my way and internalize that surround yourself by people that love you people who uplift you so yesterday I had 
lunch with one friend. I had drinks with another. I went to dinner with a different friend. I spoke to all of my friends. I spoke to my family. And I told them I was sad. And, like, sometimes that's hard to do because, like, someone could be like, yeah, but you just met him. Like, why are you sad? I'm like, well, I really liked him. And being able to express that and talk it through. And I journaled. I wrote it down. I read through my perfect man list and reminded myself that he's obviously not my perfect man if he didn't want me. And the person that I want and desire and the person that's meant for me won't make me feel this way and won't do this to me. So I think expressing that and when you're going through something, really sitting down with yourself and being like, this is how I'm feeling. I'll be okay. Is so important. Because today, I still feel a little sad. It happened yesterday. I feel still, I still feel sad today. But that's okay. Like, I know, like, I was talking to him for, like, two weeks. So, I don't know. I'm giving myself a week to not be sad about it, hopefully. <laughs> but regardless, I do believe my mom said it best to me when I was miserable over my ex-husband. And I was a misery to be around. My mom looked at me and she said, you need to get fucking laid. This is ridiculous. I'm done with you being sad. You need the distraction. And I took her words to heart and I made that happen for myself. Obviously, in a healthy amount of time, it wasn't like it was a few months after we had split. So it was like, I think I needed to start distracting myself. And I do think, as my mom said, the best way to get over someone is to get under someone else. And I know that's really crude, guys, but it doesn't have to physically mean like you need to have sex with someone else. It means more like focus your attention elsewhere and not only focusing your attention on that person because that is not going to help you. You need the time to focus on them. You need to process your feelings. You need to do that work. But also at a certain point in a healthy amount of time, you need to be like, okay, it's time for me to move on. And therefore, I don't want to go on a first date just yet. But I know that like in the next two weeks or so, I'm going to make sure that I go on a date because it's important for me to like, Take that step and move on. So now that I'm single, I thought we could talk about best dating practice. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Because I'm back on the apps. I haven't been on the apps in six months plus. I, you know, I didn't miss them. I'm going to be honest with you. I think I used to find the apps really fun and like a nice fun game I can do like while I'm in the bathroom or the subway or bored while I'm watching TV. And now I'm kind of like, like, what is this out there? So I'm working really hard to change that mindset because I think that going from like being in a relationship with someone through a friend setup, I really like that experience and changing my mindset that like I've met really nice guys on dating apps and that's really cool. And even though I haven't met my person on the dating app yet, you never know how it's going to happen. So I think closing yourself off to being like, I'm not someone who's going to meet someone on a, on a dating app is stupid. Like, 
why are you, if you're saying I want a relationship, you need to be open to experiencing a relationship from any avenue, whether it's a friend setup, family, meeting them out or a dating app. Like don't close yourself off and be like, that's never going to be the way I'm going to meet someone. You have to be open. And that's why I'm doing my due diligence. I'm going on the apps. I'm looking, I'm liking, I'm commenting and we'll see what happens. As someone who would call themselves a dating app expert, and yes, I can call myself that because I think that I am. I successfully went on like 90 dates, and I would say 85 of them were from app, from the apps. So I think I know how to get a date on a dating app. And I will say that I'm very lucky. I'm in content. I'm in social media. I have great photos. I am very good at conversing and small talk when necessary. It's not something I personally enjoy, but I can do it if needed. So meeting new people to me isn't scary. Doing new things isn't scary. And I know that this is something that a lot of people like a lot of people struggle with going out because they're nervous about, is it going to be awkward or weird? Or I don't know what I'm going to say, or, or even setting up your dating app profile. Like, it feels overwhelming. And I'm thankful that my job has set me up for success on dating apps, quite literally. So I wanted to share some tips for you guys on making a dating app. On your dating app, the first photo is the most important. Now I know this, like you're going to think that like, it's not the photo you want to look cool in. It's a photo you want to show your eyes, you want to smile, You want it to be a little more close up. Ideally, it should probably be by yourself if you can get that because you want to connect with someone, like grab their attention, like look at them in the eyes, smile, feel personal. The rest of the photos, they can show your personality. If you travel, if you like to surf or hike or go to concerts or whatever, a mix of those things, show your interests, show if you like to do any of those things, show that you have friends, important. Show that you have family, important. And then maybe have one other photo by yourself. My photo has a lot of just pictures of me on Raya because you can add unlimited photos. And I have lots of good pictures, so I like to share them. But on Hinge, you can only do six pictures. So you really want to choose wisely that these photos encompass what you are as much as you can. I think Hinge is the best dating app because of the prompts. This is a place where you can show a little bit more of your personality or your interests because, and you can start conversations. Starting conversations is what the fucking app is about. So don't just like someone's photo. I know I talked about this before, but I, it was seven or eight months ago. We're going to talk about it again. Do not just like someone's photo. Respond to a prompt. Hopefully they have something you can respond to. I know a lot of people don't. They give you literally nothing to work with. So all you do is heart their photo. But be the one to start the conversation. If you see a guy posted at a concert and you like music, be like, cool, what show was this? Or if someone says, I know the spot for the best martini, say, care to share? You know, engage. Because if you open up the conversation, they're more likely to respond And hopefully they ask you something back. If you just like their profile, that's giving them nothing. And I don't care if you're a girl and you're like, I don't want to make the first move. It's not called making the first move on a dating app. I'm sorry. They should obviously ask you out. 
But you know what? If you really want to, I was with a girlfriend and I used to do this all the time, like last year when I was single, I would be like, hey, what are you up to on like a Friday night or a Saturday night? What are you up to? Like, I'm with a girlfriend. Do you want to have drinks with like you and another buddy? So it could be like a casual double date between you and a friend. So if like either party isn't interested, at least you have a friend there. And then you can be like, actually, we're heading out somewhere else later. And if one of you hits it off, amazing. You guys get to all hang out together for the rest of the night because like you each have a buddy. That's a good approach. So if you want to, you can totally say like, hey, want to meet for a drink later? I'm with a girlfriend and bring a friend. So I'm, I'm like more direct in that sense. Like I don't care doing that. I understand that a lot of people don't. If it's a one-on-one situation, I think the guy should always ask you out. But if you want to like send your fucking number, you know, put it out there into the universe and be like, if they're not down for it, they won't text you. That's not a big deal. Like you never met them. I think that if you're talking to someone and they don't follow up with a date, you shouldn't feel like that's a form of rejection because they never met you. Like they don't even know who you are. Texting chemistry means literal shit. I just did a TikTok on this and the sound was like, I don't understand. I don't understand. And I did it about when you, when your texting chemistry is fire, but your in-person is not. So like you can hit it off with someone on text and meet them in person and be like, who the hell are you? But just be yourself. Make a first move if you want to on the app specifically. Ideally, the guy should be asking you out on the date. But for the most part, like, don't be afraid because these are people who have never met you. They'll probably never meet you. So if you say something off or they're not interested, who the hell cares? Who the hell cares? Don't be afraid to follow up. Like, if your conversation dies and you actually are interested in seeing them, start the conversation again. If they're not interested, they won't respond. I think it's all about not taking anything personally because nothing is really personal because they haven't met you. When they meet you and they ghost you or they're rude or whatever, you can take that a little personally. Like, I understand that. But for the most part, you shouldn't because they met you once. Like, I really love this podcast because I feel like I'm going through things that a lot of people experience as well. And I have a platform where I can share my experiences and hopefully help someone inspire them to try something new, to be open, to know that things get better, that there are people out there that you could connect with. And the biggest lesson that I learned from my situationship was I can connect with someone. I can develop feelings for someone. I can like someone, I can be excited about someone. And that is so amazing and liberating and makes you feel like my person's out there. Like I can connect with someone like it's going to happen for me. So I'm excited to see where the rest of the summer takes me and cuffing season is around the corner and the possibilities are endless. Thank you for joining me today, guys. And don't forget to subscribe, give this a thumbs up, DM me if you have any podcast requests or guests, and I will be back next week.